It's time to talk about Las Vegas with Ira. Each week, Ira David Sternberg talks with the celebrities, entertainers, writers, and personalities who make Las Vegas the most exciting city in the world. And now, here's Ira. For many people, English is their second language. For my guest, however, comedy is his second language, then English. His first language is Finnish. Did you follow all of that? My guest is Ismo, who will be headlining in the Comedy Works at the Plaza this Friday and Saturday, February 4th and 5th at 9 p.m. For ticket information, go to plazahotelcasino.com. And for everything about Ismo, go to ismo.fun and follow him on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at ismocomedy and also on YouTube at Ismo Lecola, or Lecula, or Lecula. You're going to have to figure that one out. In fact, welcome, Ismo. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks. Did I get yeah. the last name sort of right? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Like it's, that's why I use only my first name here, because first of all, there's not that many Ismos in America. No, and, there's uh, not. There's a few Eskimos, uh, but no Ismos. Oh yeah, there's an gizmo from the from Gremlins. That's that's, but that's with a Z. I'm with an I S M O. But yeah, so and yeah, my last name is basically it's like lay, like you know, like lay, like lay down, and then cola, like the drink. Right, so. lay cola. So, do Finns have a sense of humor, or are you the exception? We do. I know fin- fin- Finland has not exported comedy much before <laughs> this, so I'm 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 very very happy to be like maybe the first exported <laughs> product of comedy from Finland. But like actually, Finland has had like a really long tradition of like really funny like sketch shows and just funny stuff and like really funny movies and like really like lots of sarcasm and dark humor and it's like it's really. I think Finnish people are funny and people get jokes there and like it's it's yeah and <laughs> like we are way more sarcastic in Finland than America like way more <laughs> You started your comedy career in 2002 but clearly you must have had a sense of having a sense of humor early on in life do you remember when you became self-aware that you were funny or were you getting feedback from people like family and saying hey you know what you're funny despite your hair mm-hmm. yes. Oh yeah yes that uh, I uh, or in addition to your that, hair, <laughs> yeah, that's good. Like, yeah, I think I I had long hair. Then then I went to the, in Finland. You have to join the army if you're a guy. So I cut off my hair, and now it grew back twenty years later. So, <laughs> yeah, but, that, um, but so I was like, I like when you said comedy is my second language. So yeah, now if if that's the, so, then I speak three languages. Uh, but um, <laughs> I was really young when I. I was really obsessed about jokes. Like I was just anything funny on TV. I would like religiously watch it and record it and tape and like just and every, like funny like Mad Magazine. We had that in Finland, so I'm reading that. And like just I was obsessed with anything that's funny and jokes and just and I I made notes. I think my mom had written down a joke I came up when I was like five or something. <laughs> like so I I was. Uh, uh, so yeah, that I was always really into, and like mishearing lyrics of songs and just like, just all types of like funny stuff. But like we didn't have stand up comedy in Finland when I was 
I was growing up, so I didn't know you could do it. I saw Seinfeld on TV, but there was a brick wall and a microphone, and like we had those in Finland, but like <laughs> nobody still realized that you could just do stand up. Like it's so weird that like stand up is like the easiest thing to do anywhere. You could do it on like the North Pole or whatever. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but like still nobody realized for decades that you do it. It's so weird. But don't you have finished bricklayers that could put the bricks up so that way you can get in front of that wall and start doing stand up? Or they didn't. Yeah. They couldn't conceive of that concept. Yeah, we just we knew we had microphones, we had brick walls, <laughs> we had jokes, but nobody just realized that you could do it until like yeah. the turn of the beginning. The fourth element, stand-up comedy, was the one part that was missing out of all those things. <laughs> yeah, it's so strange, and we saw it like because like I thought if I want to do something funny, I have to get like my own sketch show on TV or do like theater or something because right, like there right. was funny stuff, but there wasn't like a stand-up scene. And there was like, there was comics, like there was like funny guys who were doing like kind of stand up, but they didn't call it stand up. And it wasn't the scene. It was just them. There were like few of them. And it was like their own, like kind of like old school, kind of funny storytelling, funny songs, whatever impersonations. We had all that there, but it just, it wasn't called stand up and nobody knew how to get started with that. So, well, how did and you, no and then you have the, the, you have the challenge of, also now you obviously speak very, very good English. So you had to either start and finish with, with the jokes and then translate into English or you learned English and then just decided to go that way. How did that all come about? I learned English pretty young. I was in like a preschool that the teacher was speaking English and uh, my parents wanted me to learn English, but, but I never was an ex exchange student. So I never like lost the accent or anything, but I... I, I and my parents spoke English sometimes to to when they didn't want the kids to know what they were talking about, of and course. of course that was a good motivator <laughs> to learn. So uh, and of course, like I was watching all the TV shows, Friends and Seinfeld, and and listening to Guns and Roses and Metallica and well, No FX, all that. Like I just so I everything was in English, and we don't voice over, so I was just hearing English a lot. So. Uh, and I was really interested in it. So, but yeah, I started comedy in Finnish 2002, and it's all in Finnish for a few years. And then 2005 and six, I went to London just to try it out in English. And uh, it, it, it was promising. So then I just kept going there, like maybe just a couple of times a year, went to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival in London and Ireland. I went to Dublin once and twice. And, and I did some English gigs in like Sweden and Norway. Kind of just tried it out, but I never spent much time there. The longest was like doing the month in August, the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, the huge festival in, in Scotland. But but then like 2014, I mostly I've been doing just in Finnish, just kind of working on the English stuff on the side. But then 2014, I did this competition in Hollywood at the Laugh Factory. And that was like, that changed my life because then like people were like, hey, you should just move to Hollywood. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I guess, sure, okay. That's a big uh, leap. That's a big leap. Yeah, yeah. That, and then suddenly now I'm doing most English. And I, I go to Finland every year and I love doing it in Finnish because it's, it's just so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> but don't you think you have an edge in this sense that people can't, your English is wonderful, but people can detect an accent. But I think the accent helps you in the act because you're clearly from another country and you're making observations and funny observations about English, which is interesting in and of itself because hardly any American comedians really examine English. 
there were there are obviously uh, some exceptions to the rule, but here you here's a case of you coming over from Finland and you're making these observations about the English language and they're funny. Plus, you have the accent. Plus, I think there's a likability factor, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. I, I talked about this with my previous guest that part of the appeal of a comedian or a performer is the likability. If they don't like you when you first come out, it's a hard sell. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, and I yeah. The accent, I don't mind having it, but like I like with comedy, it it's it's okay. With everyday life, it's annoying. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always I have to call to T-Mobile or whatever. <laughs> like like I, I have to. Yeah, but now you're talking I to have, somebody in India. That doesn't matter. Oh well, that's, yeah. well, that's true. Like yeah, actually, in LA, like so many people have accents, and then it's two different accents, and it's even more different. But your accent but, is uh, not overly pronounced, so. I think everybody could understand you. Is it just that you feel you should speak even better English, or what? What well, do you think that is? Of course, like I want, because like I most likely I'm going to live here for the rest of my life. I don't know yet. I guess that's that's the plan now. Well, that's so, the, according to the records I saw. Yes, that's correct. The government says you're going to be here forever. That's that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it here, and of course, like I would love to really speak the language of the country I live in like really well. So I don't have to look for words. Like I don't have to like make mistakes all the time. So everyday life is it can be I can get the wrong pizza topping. Or like it's but with with comedy it's okay. But right. also I I hope I, my English keeps getting better and better because I I like not all of my stuff is observation like as an outsider i can just i, I want to do rants and it's hard to rant with an accent true <laughs> <laughs> they may not take you as seriously that's <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> you may you you made which we, we talked about how you made your d- debut in 2014 at the laugh factory in hollywood and then you moved here in 2015 was it hard to because i don't know i've always lived here so to me it's nothing but was it hard to get set up so you've got an apartment or a house get a car or just appliances or food or any of those things. Was it a little bit of a challenge for you? Uh, yeah. Everything you mentioned was a challenge. <laughs> all the all the things in the list. Yeah. Food is deep, like it took a few weeks to realize that butter is not butter. Like <laughs> I, we had to find European butter. <laughs> like, sweet cream whipped butter. That's like something between whipped cream and butter. It's weird. Yeah, you, you have to go to a specialty store. I know there I know there's a lot of Brits in Los Angeles and they have some specialty stores where you can get things that you can't get in American groceries. Yeah, so, yeah. Some of and it's so weird that in here you can have everything cut into pieces. Like you can buy like bananas that are peeled already you can buy like apple slices but for some reason you you can't buy chicken that's cut into small pieces in finland that's the most popular thing like chicken like small strips of chicken like we use that for like but you can't get like you can you can you can get strawberries that are cut in half exactly you can get strawberries cut in quarters too i mean you can get Mix yeah. this and yeah, dice that, huge, but the chicken is huge. is the challenge. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's some, some there's some things that there's a way more of, and then there's some things that's missing. Like, right. and you have only two types of cream, half and half, and heavy whipping. And right. in Finland, we have like twenty cream. Is there a Finnish store in Los Angeles that you can go to? No, no, no. Okay. There's a there's a candy store that sells like Swedish and Finnish candy, and uh, but actually, there's one store that's in every city almost that has uh, lots of kind of Finnish food, Ikea. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> it's Swedish food, but it's, some of it is pretty close. Yeah, that's so. true. Yes. Does the furniture look like Finnish uh, furniture? Yeah, I guess that's really. Uh, I've I've been a big consumer of IKEA furniture and, <laughs> and, and is, food. And, yeah. and, and the furniture is the Finnish finish, or is it? Swedish? Yeah, they can do a Finnish Finnish patented. Do you get one last thing about the food? Do you get care packages from home? Certain food items that you can't get here, do you get a care package sent well, over? Uh, well, no. I sometimes bring something like, like I well, like mustard or rye bread or something, because the Finnish rye bread is hundred percent rye, not like one percent. <laughs> but uh, now I haven't even been eating bread and stuff, so I don't. I don't really. I haven't brought and yeah. <laughs> I, I, I go to Finland every like twice a year or something, oh, so okay. I can, so you can bring get the stuff, stuff in there. But this, you'll see this that this com- you'll see that this conversation is nonlinear. I jump around a little bit, but yeah, no, it's good. It's, um, <laughs> it's um, and like all the other things you also mentioned, it's so hard to like get a credit card and get a bank account and get a everything. And the healthcare, of course, is a nightmare. Like you go to the hospital, it takes five hours. You have to fill out forms, like a phone book of forms, and then you get bills built for the rest of your life. And of course. you never know if you're going to end. It, <laughs> it makes more sense. It's like, I don't know how you can live like this. You know, the uh, secret to your solution is very simple. When you get those bills, forward them to Finland. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. all. Let I, them deal with it. What are you going to do? That'd be awesome. I have to try that. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, it's, and then like every, every like, uh, everybody's wanting to, you to go paperless. But then everywhere you go, you have to bring utility bills to prove your average. So that's <laughs> <laughs> maybe just show it on your phone. Maybe that's a solution. Yeah. Language, language, and in particular English. What is it about it that fascinates you? Because you again, you were funny in Finland without doing it in English initially, and then you experimented and you traveled around, did it in English, and people responded. So there's something about English versus, I guess any other language that you may, I mean, you may know more languages than I'm aware of. So it may be, besides English, you may know Spanish or Russian or other languages. Uh, well, uh, I actually just like now, uh, Christmas, about Christmas time, I just started to, for, just for fun, started to learn to, like, some Spanish on like Duoling or the app. Or the, so I've been now doing that for like three weeks. So now I, I know like a hundred words. Or so, so oh, But I never really knew it before. And in Finland, we have to study Swedish. It's a bilingual country. So we all, everybody has to know some Swedish. So I know a little bit of Swedish, but I never really used it. Uh, and when, if I go to do gigs in Sweden, I do it in English. So a little bit of... With Russia, I only know like um, every Finnish people know like just a couple of words Russian, like <laughs> hands up. Because there was a war. Yes, there was. But my reading of history was you guys did a pretty good job defending yourself during that period of time. So, oh well, yeah, the Winter War. That's actually even some Americans have heard about it because it's yes. been like on History Channel and stuff. So that's like <laughs> legendary Finnish moment of glory for Finland, but the Winter War. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, the the uh, Soviet Union was a little surprised about the reaction of the Finns to their uh, incursion. Over, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that was like it was uh, against all odds. It, yeah, it, exactly. It, yeah, so, and there, there's uh, yeah, there's some good American documentaries, and it's fun that they like pronounce all of the Mannerheim and all, of the, <laughs> all those characters. So, yeah. Well, switching from geopolitics back to Las Vegas, so you're coming into the comedy works at the Plaza. This Friday and Saturday, February 4th and 5th at 9 p.m. And we're going to mention how to get tickets again at the end of the show. But 
Is this your first time in Las Vegas, or have I not been paying attention? You've already been here a couple of times. I've I've been here like uh, there. I've been there. I don't know five times. I've been there many times. Well, and, see, there uh, my lack of knowledge shows right now. I didn't realize you had been there five times. It's, oh yeah, but yeah, it's fine. It's 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 nearby from here, and uh, yeah, I've I've been there a few times, and uh, and it's fun. It's in Vegas, like Americans drink like. People in Finland drink every week, <laughs> <laughs> but in Vegas they only they only drink on the weekend when they come in from LA <laughs> or fly in from Finland and continue the drinking. Maybe that's yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. Finland people get wasted on weekends way more. In here, people like in LA, especially people just drive everywhere and just have like a couple of drinks. But in Finland, nobody drives. We just just drink. We, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would think that you could do a whole act, and I'm not suggesting that you have to do this, but it seems to me that with your observational skills, which people can see again at the plaza, that you could do a whole routine just on Las Vegas, you know, just from coming in and taking notes and putting together what you see here, because there's a lot of interesting human elements here, and there's a lot of challenges in a lot of different ways, because you're in a, in a way a fantasy land, although it's really not. There's a normal yeah. people that live here. I mean, it's, it's a regular city, but it also has the strip in downtown. And you go into a casino and you're lost for a while in that, yeah. in that fantasy. So it would seem to me you could do a whole act. And if you do, if you wouldn't mind giving me a royalty for suggesting it, that would be great. It doesn't have to be a large royalty. <laughs> yeah. Five, that... five percent maybe or something like that. Whatever you want to give me. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I've been there a few times and I've definitely made some observations. I don't know if I can do a whole show, but... I sometimes even have been thinking that I could live there for a while. I love it there because, like, it, of course, when I first went, it was just a strip. But then I realized that there's a whole city like beyond beyond the strip. Yeah, and absolutely. The strip is so noisy. Like the only quiet part is like under under your pillow with the hotel room. So it's like <laughs> it's so everywhere. It's just like ching and more music and so it's, yeah, it's kind of a crazy place. But uh, I uh, I yeah. I, and then there's like a regular city. And also because you can fly anywhere. So it's kind of really good for because I tour all the time. So actually Absolutely. staying there for a while could be fun. And Oh, yeah. It's so a base of operations. Like, international flights going in and out all the time. Are you amazed at your success in comedy in America so far? Because you've made a big impact. And are you, are you amazed at it? Or are, did you just take it in stride? I am so amazed. I'm still like amazed. Like it's, it's. Like, well, first of all, like, I'm amazed that people can do comedy for a living. Cause like, <laughs> like, yeah, when I was, yeah, I didn't know this was, this was a job. When I, when the, when I first went to try comedy out, when luckily somebody started like a monthly show, show in my city in Finland. So I went to try it out and I was shocked when I got paid for doing it. Like, I was like, <laughs> I, I didn't know that, but then you sell tickets. So it's kind of logical, I guess, but, but it's still like, I thought it's just a fun hobby. <laughs> and then suddenly, just a year later, it became my full-time job. And it's uh, and then I had no idea I could do it in English. I just had to kind of try it out. And then and then I knew I could do it in the UK, but I had no idea what about America. And then it's just everything seemed to work out. And it's it's amazing. I never thought I'll I'll ever be in like Hollywood or LA or like I had never been to the, I, I'd been to America before when I was young. I've been to New York and Florida and 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 stuff like that but when um i had never been to the west coast so but is I, there yeah. is there a danger of ismo going hollywood like going hollywood like becoming like 
something the stereotype of hollywood i don't i don't know i i think the the accent will save me <laughs> i think you're right <laughs> yeah i want to describe your appearance to our listeners this is just my take but it's cross between rasputin and charlie manson is the only way i can kind of put those two together does that okay. make sense to you or yeah yeah that's good yeah or a benign version of rasputin and charlie manson Yeah, well, that's also that's a nice, nice addition. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, well, that's good. Maybe I have to, I have to like, um, maybe I have to. There's like apps that you can take those two pictures and like if they had a kid, maybe that would be me. Yeah, I have to look. Uh, yeah. No, I can, I can, I can understand that. So, yeah, yeah. My beard has grown like during this pandemic. I, my beard was way shorter. Now it's like, a, yes, almost, it's rather impressive. Are you writing everyday material, or are you? Is there, is there a system notes. that you have making notes? Okay. I'm making notes every day, definitely. Almost every day, I have new ideas for jokes, and also I make notes for other. Like I, like I, we, we uh, I'm also working on a book, and uh, so I, I, and also like ideas for maybe videos or whatever. Like I, so I have tons of other ideas, not only stand up, and even songs and. So I just like to write everything down that sounds interesting or funny or anything. So yeah, because uh, otherwise you'll forget it. That's obviously yeah, it's best yeah, to take notes. Yeah, I'm just and and like I don't, I have to at some point like hire somebody to go through all my like <laughs> I've been making notes even before I was a comic. Like I've been writing stuff when I was like a teenager. So I have no idea like how many thousands of pages of just random stuff, really unorganized. In hard drives and whatever. I had a big pile of notebooks like before their smartphone, and so, uh, so yeah. It's I have to like I think I have to hire somebody go go through that. I, I'm missing out so much good stuff that's just buried somewhere in it. So exactly. But, uh, but yeah, I, I I write stuff all the time and make notes. But I'm not like a I'm not like really organized in writing. Like I'm organized in getting to the gigs. Right. That's, <laughs> that's important. That's, my, that's important. That's good. But like uh, <laughs> but writing stuff, I'm more like I'm just bouncing around kind of ADHD, <laughs> kind of inspiration hits. And then it doesn't. And so I, I'm, I haven't been able to do that. Like you just start writing 9 a.m., write for four hours. Like I, it's it, for me, it's more random. But now I should do because like we wrote a book with my wife, actually. We wrote it 2020 and we published it last year. And in Finland, in Finnish. And that it was actually, it was really successful there. And it's, it's awesome. And we're hoping to publish in America soon. We translated it also. And, uh, and we're now we're working on a second book. And, uh, and we also, we got a divorce. So that's also nice. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> but like, we, Whoa, we, okay. we did work. <laughs> we did work together. We, we were best friends. Like, we just, we did a Finnish divorce. No lawyers or anything like that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're yeah we we decided to be friends and work pals. So um, well, then that almost answers or doesn't answer the question I was about to ask you because, huh? I was going to say, do you bounce your material off of anyone before working it out on stage? And it would have been your wife, but now it could still be your yeah. your best friend. So I guess that yeah. still works. Yeah, definitely. Like she she's been helping me out with jokes a, a lot, and uh, yeah, we 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 write together often, and I I. I almost like not always, but almost the first person to hear a new joke idea is her. Sometimes it's a friend or a comic or a writer or friend or whatever. So, but yeah, I definitely uh, bounce around ideas with her a lot, and uh, and she's she's super funny also. And uh, and we wrote the book together, like, and she was like the 
she's way more organized. So <laughs> I was just kind of like writing something and she was organizing it and writing also. So, uh, so, but yeah, so that's been, it's been a good collaboration and, uh, we, we, we are planning to continue that. And, um, but, um, but yeah, I, uh, I just love talking about jokes. Like that's the, when hanging out with comics, I'm just always talking about jokes. I did ask you the question about going to Hollywood and a, and a parallel question would be, or yeah, I guess a parallel question would be, have you had a chance now that you're in America to meet normal people or is it just comics and comedians that you, because you're in that environment? Uh, well, mostly of course comics, but yeah, definitely I have like, yeah, there's, there's normal people here also. So, and in Vegas also. <laughs> so yeah, yeah there's, and, and there's writers and there's like, like, you know, cinematographers and that's the hard, that's a hard word. It is cinematographers. Yeah. Cinematographer. You never know where the emphasis is in English words. Like. <laughs> Celebrate, celebrity and celebration. It's always in the wrong place. Uh, uh, but um, yeah, so yeah, definitely there's, there's normal people that like also it's, it's actually, and it's, it's fun to hang out with regular people also. Sometimes it's, it's like regular people are so different from comics that they don't get us, but also that's, <laughs> it's, uh, but yeah, yeah. It's only hanging out with comics. It's not healthy either. And one more thing before I let you go, cause I know you got to go. What do you see as the future for Ismo? Do you see television primarily movies or generally the stage? Well, definitely the stage and uh, writing Stuff like I, I see books in the future also. Like I definitely want to do like more books. It might take a while, but I, so writing and, uh, and being on stage and, uh, I, yeah, I, I think I, I could, I would love to do movies or TV. Like I have a couple of ideas that would be great as movies and a couple that would be good for TV. And I'd like to pursue those at some point. But like, yeah, I'm not in any hurry with those. But at at some point, I I think that's um, I think live comedy has that's always been my number one thing. But um, but also touring is like I've been touring my whole life except for the last weeks. <laughs> but actually, it was so nice. It was just nice to be in lockdown because I've been just in the airport my whole life. So <laughs> it was actually the first three months of lockdown. I I loved it. But but then then after six months I was like okay I want to get back on stage. <laughs> but so I kind of decided that I have to take like two months every year to just write and not travel all the time. So I I wonder so I yeah I could it could be movies or it could be books or both or so yeah anything creative and also music I I really love music and uh, I I love writing songs and uh, lyrics and stuff so every, anything creative and also like now. I've been kind of really slow at adapting this whole new thing about TikTok and social media podcast. I have never started a podcast and, and I haven't done much videos other than stand up. So that's also one thing that that's in the new, near future. I'm going to start doing videos and uh, other content online. That's, uh, that's not just stand up. So something else. So that's what I'm also trying to figure out. Like, really as we speak basically so maybe a podcast at some point but i don't know but yeah so yeah. every all of the above and below <laughs> fair uh, enough that's, my, that's, my. <laughs> that's a great way to leave it my guest has been ismo headlining in the comedy works at the plaza this friday and saturday february 4th and 5th at 9 p.m 
For ticket information, go to plazahotelcasino.com. And for everything about Ismo, go to ismo.fun, which is an interesting website, not .com, not .net. Yeah, yeah it's that fun. fun. Like I think that fun just they just kind of came up with that. Like it just happened. I I don't know anybody else with that no, fun. So. Nobody. And ismo.com was taken. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, so, fun. It's, it's weird. I guess it's it's a bit weird. Ismo.comedy.com ismo takes you to the same place. But uh, but yeah, ismo.fun. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess it's nobody has that. So that's, no, uh, nobody does. And you can follow him on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at ismo comedy, and also on YouTube at ismo. Are you ready for this? Le Cola. Yeah, I, I think the name of the channel is just Ismo. I think you could just for ISMO. Ismo. Okay, fair so, enough. Fair but, enough. Yeah, but like it might be that my last name is there also. I don't, I, I don't even know. Well, thanks for being <laughs> on the show. So many videos on YouTube, so that's the best one. Okay. Thanks awesome. for being on the show. Thank you. Thanks see, a lot. See you next time. You've been listening to Talk About Las Vegas with Ira. Each week, Ira David Sternberg talks with the celebrities, entertainers, writers, and personalities who make Las Vegas the most exciting city in the world. Bring us your fantasy.